today's episode, we will investigate why we lie awake at night, worrying and thinking about the same scenarios again and again. I'm going to introduce you to a way that you can distance yourself from your thought spirals and be able to go back to sleep. So let's dive in. the feeling of lying awake at night with your head switched on like a light bulb? Thought spirals, right? Oh, can't shut them off. Thinking about the meeting earlier that did not go so well. How could I have done it better? So these are the kind of thoughts that are going through my mind. Or worrying about the future. Any kind of work that needs to get done, a presentation that has to be perfect by Friday. Or maybe a meeting that might just not go as planned as we wanted it to be. In my case, sometimes it's even just the to-do list. I keep thinking about all the things that I need to do, need to take care of, and then I lie awake worrying that I will forget them on the next day and just don't get to do it. Crazy, right? I really tried everything from breathing exercises, meditating to fall back asleep and of course counting the little sheeps. The only thing that really works for me is start reading my book. So I always read a book to fall asleep and that's really the only thing that helps me then go back to sleep again. That is fine because I go back to sleep but what about next night? then I'm having the same problem again. So it doesn't really solve the problem, right? I never had this issue every night in my past. I had it maybe two, maximum three times per week. But recently talking to colleagues at work or even friends, I think a lot of people are struggling with this. And it's not great because you feel shattered in the morning when you wake up. You might be angry just thinking about the hours you wasted thinking about something instead of sleeping. And when you're actually waking up and it's <laughs> it's light outside, the, the problems that you were thinking about are not even that dramatic. I actually read about it recently that it happens because our analytical, more objective mind is asleep at night and, and it's switched off. So therefore, it's just our monkey brain, the, the dramatic brain, that is actually awake and it's the only thing that is working on these problems or worries or scenario building. And this monkey brain makes everything so much bigger, so much more dramatic and so much worse than it actually is. Did you have this experience before? You wake up and you think, why did I worry about this for an hour? Well, I had this many, many times before, especially when it comes to my to-do list. We all know now that we need about seven and a half to eight hours of good sleep per night to be at our optimum during the day. If we get less, we might not consciously feel it, but we won't be able to perform at our highest level. And I think if you're like me, this might impact you as well psychologically because you're worrying about the fact that you didn't sleep well. You might have thoughts like, oh no, I did not sleep, so I must probably have a bad day at work or I won't get it all done or I will be grumpy. So we're already setting ourselves up 
for not having a successful day. So all in all, a bit of a devious cycle. Well, put your hands up if you've been there before or experience it on a regular basis. I feel you. So what happened for me to not have these hours of being awake anymore at all is something quite different to the sheep counting. And don't get me wrong, sometimes I'm still awake at night. I would say maybe once every three or four weeks, but then it's not anymore about the thinking spirals that are going in my head, but it might be something else. So I was able to say goodbye to this and I want you to say goodbye to it as well. So that's why I'm talking to you about this today. So what actually happened for me? I actually did not try to solve this exact issue, but the resolution was kind of a byproduct to some other work I was doing. So by sharing this little bit of journey that I went through today with you, I hope you can apply my learnings directly when you are lying awake at night. And hopefully you can then go back to sleep again um, pretty soon and much quicker and leave this all behind. The big realization that helped me overcome this is that my mind is a tool that I can regulate. I always say now, I am not my mind. I am not my body. Honestly, most of my life, I was convinced that I am my mind. And my mind is the most important part of, my, of me and my life. I was convinced that solving all of my problems in my life and reaching the goals that I wanted, I just have to control my mind. I have to fix my mind. I have to let go of some thinkings, but, you know, in a more um, efforty way that I have to control it. I have to get, get a better mind, something like that. So I really, truly thought my whole life until about uh, one and a half years ago that I'm mostly my mind, I'm my thoughts, and that's really what I have to fix to get to be a better person, right? And then what happened about one and a half years ago is that I started to meditate. And during meditation, you are asked to take away your attention from your body and from your mind as in your thoughts. You should quieten your thoughts. So while practicing, I had this light bulb moment that when I don't feel my body and I don't have any thoughts, I am still here. There is something else still here in existence in this present moment. And it's not my body. And it's not my thoughts because they are currently not here. Wow, this was a huge realization for me, given that my whole life I thought that I am my mind, I am my thoughts. So, yeah, I had this amazing realization. And hey, maybe you had this already. So congratulations. I'm, I'm so glad that you had it already because it's powerful. Um, and if you don't, hopefully by listening to this, you will start having this realization that you're not your mind, you're not your body, you're something else, you're something higher. And I'm not going to go too deep into this topic today. Um, I will do this in an ap other episode, but 
the important eye-opening realization was that I'm not my mind and that my mind is actually just a tool to be used in life. Yes, sure, our mind is pretty strong and it's pretty switched on all day long and it needs practice to apply this learning into your life. And meditation really helps with that. And I call it becoming the observer in your life. So while you're in meditation and you're taking your awareness of your body, you're quieting your thoughts, you're taking, you actually might get a few seconds of not having a thought and you're in this state of just being, you become kind of your observer of your mind and your body. Because then you observe yourself that a thought comes back to you or you observe your body that it has maybe an itch or a tingling or some energy flowing through it. So you actually, from that space of being, you become an observer through the meditation practice where you see thoughts coming by, you see things happening in your body. So you're actually putting some distance between you, your body and your mind. And you're, because you realize that you're not your body and your mind, you start to be able to observe your mind more even outside of the meditative state. So even when you go back to your normal life, you start to realize and start observing sometimes you having specific thoughts, especially the ones that you might not really want to have all the time. And this is really what helped me to take my mind not so seriously anymore. That really helped me from sleeping better at night. I know. I learned to observe my thoughts. I started directing my thoughts into the direction that I want them to be much more beneficial for me. And I learned to stop my thinking spirals much, much quicker. So I catch myself and I stop them and, and really kind of ignore them because I know they're useless and it's just my mind going off on a tangent. That ability gives me the power to not, not let them keep me from sleeping at night. And I mentioned before, I did not get this benefit of sleeping better now directly by applying this, but more by going through some back roads to get to the state that I'm at now, where these kind of thinking spirals and worries and scenario buildings do not keep me up at night. But all of what I described until now has gotten myself to experience good nights of sleep. And it is because of the development of my observer and distancing myself from my mind and my thoughts. So how can you develop your observer, especially in the middle of the night when you're already awake anyway? Try to look at yourself as another person while you're lying in bed, wide awake. Observe what is happening to you without any judgment. Just observe. Don't become an observer of yourself out of judgment or to move away from the situation that you just don't want happening. But move into the role of the observer out of love to yourself because you know this can bring you closer to your true self and it can bring you closer to sleeping. 
Stepping outside of yourself gives you the distance from this whirlwind of thoughts and spirals going on in your head. And it can provide you with a different perspective on these thoughts that you keep having. It will just stop your spiral of thoughts because you're not in it anymore. You're standing or lying right next to it. Try it out. It's kind of a first step of understanding the distance that you can put between yourself, your true self and your thoughts. And it's a first step of becoming the observer in your life. Because it really helped me to stop these craziness in the hours at night, I hope it will do the same for you. Now that you know more about the observer, try even using it during your day, especially when you feel in an uncomfortable place, um, maybe emotionally, maybe even physically or mentally. Try to put some distance between yourself and the situation that is currently happening and observe it. Be, be kind of a very objective observer. This is going to be so powerful for you. You will see. Right, I hope this little insight and, and exercise for you to take at night will quieten your thinking spirals, but I hope it will be even more transformative in your life, similar to how it was for myself. For sure, we will come back to The Observer in future episodes, so make sure you subscribe to, to catch these. I'm linking as well a video I created earlier this year where I explain The Observer in more detail and how I actually learned about it during my meditation journey. So check it out if you want to learn more about it. And feel free to join us in our free Facebook group called Raising Our Energy Community. That's where we talk all about energy, self-development and how we can grow as humans and support each other on our journeys. I will make sure to put the link into the show notes as well. And with that, I love you and leave you and talk soon. <laughs>